1: Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food & Company, where your pet's health is our business, and we're friends like my friend, Neely Piazza. She don't let friends feed kibble. What's happening to you?
0: Not a lot. I got a GRT in my lap and a corgi on my
1: feet. What's a GRT? JRT. Jack Russell Terrier. Oh, a JRT. Hey, yes well you do have the dogs, and you got the new yard you're out pulling your weeds because you know it's therapeutic and and you just did a bunch of landscaping so good for you
0: i paid too much money to have the weeds take over again
1: oh girl i know i know i do the same thing i do <laughs> and the it's same so
0: pretty the way it is
1: yeah well i live in the mountains but you know what i did this year Uh, Or last year or before it snowed. So I went and I got this wild seed that has poppies in it and all this kind of stuff. And I just threw a bunch of it on this like hill that's right by my driveway. Okay. Did they grow? Amazingly. Poppies everywhere. And because it was so much rain, it also caused the seed to wash down a little ways. And so it's... it's, uh, on on a part of this other hill, and uh, it just looks amazing. People are like, "Oh my gosh!" And so I I think the d- d- poppies are pretty deer resistant. But I was in the hot tub the other night, and I could see that there was a herd of a, a <laughs> male <gonna> high. <laughs> and I jumped out of that hot tub and ran around to the front, and I said, "No, oh, no, no, not on my watch! Not on <laughs> my watch, boys! You have to go somewhere else." <laughs> so <laughs> I know. Uh, But I've had a lot of naysayers. My neighbors were like, don't spend a lot of money. All the creatures around here are going to eat your stuff. Well, they haven't this year. They have not. And there was a little rabbit. There was a little rabbit that I saw was in my backyard. And then last night, the fox was outside the fence. So I'm thinking that the fox took care of the rabbit. Uh Uh-oh. Because the rabbit was eating some of my stuff. Well, I've got
0: a family of squirrels that hang out in my apple tree and dive bomb the dogs with half-eaten apples Uh, isn't
1: that the funniest thing they do that to me i'll be walking out there and i've got red blacks and grays okay have you ever seen the black squirrels Mm -mm. mine are all
0: just regular old brown ones or red ones i guess they are
1: black squirrels have pointy ears pointy fuzzy ears they're like the little devil and then we'll come. Oh, I've seen pictures. They're cute. <laughs> right. And they'll come and they will like if I have scarecrows out there, they rip those scarecrows apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. I'm like, you guys are a lot more aggressive or an industrious. Bright. I'm not sure. Maybe they're just industrious. Maybe they're harder workers than the Reds. I don't know. But yeah, whatever. Funny. So so I, I got to You know what? I was, I was Uh-oh. laughing cause I did this, I did a podcast with, with Dr. Jasek yesterday and she was telling me that, that Max, her newest, you know, the uh, her GSD. Yeah. She said he was eating something. I didn't know what it was when I went over there. He, he had eaten a half, he was chomping on a half eaten bat. There was oh a, no. And she was like, you know, so I ran in the house and I said, Chris, we've got to go to the vet. We've got to go to the vet and go get a rabies shot. Of course, she was being facetious. She did not do that. But I was, was going like, to say,
0: I hope she's kidding.
1: <laughs> I know. When she told me that, I was like, I thought, what happened to Judy? Who got her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is this an AI? You're just an AI I'm talking to? No. Yeah. But she said, you know, most most pet parents would run to the... um the vet, and she's like, It's, 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 it, that's, you know, that's the way that people get scared into doing things they shouldn't do. Yeah.
0: So is he the only dog she has now?
1: Yes. The two uh, chihuahuas did pass <laughs> on, but she has chicks. She has chicks. And um, that's,
0: that's crazy from Chi to a shepherd.
1: Oh, yes. Big difference. Big difference because, yeah. We just shipped her out some food, and uh, it was a giant box. Which before it'd be like a little, 20 little pounds. tiny box, little yeah. box, right? And she's yeah. like, "Whoa, this guy's eating me out of house and home." I said, "Well, mm-hmm. oh, you'd be all right, you'd be all right." But uh, so what's what's? She
0: got my- friends in high places.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we know where you can get some good food, but um, so. What else is going on with you, Niels What's happening in the world of consultations? You know, I, I want to say this. Okay. Uh, why do people that have sick dogs argue about the efficacy of raw food when we don't have sick dogs?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I it's, it's uh usually by the time they get to me, though, they have. Realize that what they're doing isn't working, and they need to do something different but it, it's the same as everything everybody's so been so indoctrinated and brainwashed and scared you know um fear mongered and all that just just like everything else, but
1: yeah, it's well the fear mongering's coming back. You've heard they're trying to bring the masking back. Actually, there's we a co-
0: good look.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't there, do it the
0: first time. I sure ain't doing it this time.
1: Right. Uh, there's a college <laughs> out there that is requiring that the kids get masked up. And I heard that uh, all the federal agencies like your TSAs flying on planes, all that BS again is coming back mid-September. Of course, we're, you know.
0: Well, I wonder what happened because. um Back when we first started hearing about it, it mm-hmm. was going to happen in October. And now they've, they've ramped it up.
1: Yeah. Anyway, anyway, it, let's
0: talk about dogs. The, the,
1: it, well, it all kind of goes hand in hand. I mean, and, and when we're talking about mindset, really, because that's mm-hmm. really the issue. And I was talking to Dr. Jacek. Uh, so Brian took his dog over to a clinic in, here in Colorado and was doing a wellness check and a fecal exam because he has a therapy dog. And um, the vet would not sign off that the fecal was fine. Um, She didn't like it that he was using titers because the therapy uh, facility allows him to use titers for rabies. And she would not sign off on this form because she said the fecal doesn't test for all of the the really bad pathogens like E. Coli and this and that. And because it was a raw fed dog, she wasn't comfortable for this dog to be going around immune compromised people and he was like first of all that's not her job her job is to do well, the wellness test and
0: first of all what do people test for right then right what's the point if they don't test for well it, w- uh, again there's no such thing as pathogenic bacteria or viruses but beyond that even if you think there is and that's the what you do to look for them uh yeah
1: so so basically she said that even though he had a clean fecal test the test did not test for e coli or salmonella so she was not comfortable saying that he was parasite free and she said this vet that she had seen seen with her own eyes i suppose because she said i have seen cases of dogs passing salmonella to people even though brian said uh there's no documented case of that ever happening with a raw fed dog now i i as i was talking about on the last podcast with dr jason if you look in dr connor brady's book there's quite a few people that uh where the kids have eaten dry dog food and they've gotten sick <laughs> so well
0: i want to know how, how where. What kind of glasses this vet wears if she can see salmonella? I don't know anybody else that can see that.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, the, and the, that what we try to teach people, Niels, is is the questions to ask. But here's the thing. Brian said, look, all I have to do is go do well, this. Brian
0: som- likes to stir stuff like that up. No, though.
1: he, because I said... Why don't, why didn't you just back her into a corner? And he said, because I'm tired of arguing. I started saying on Facebook, <laughs> no, but anyway, um, he's got really good points though. And I think that
0: oh, he's-, he's, he has fantastic points. He's really good about being very um, stating things, co- very succinct and clear. And, uh, you know, he's, he, I, I, yeah, I read, I've, I see most of his posts. He's really good at it, but you know, in most of those cases, like you like you just said, it's not there's no point in arguing. But why didn't he go to a vet he knew was raw friendly?
1: Well question um, this was a clinic that was recommended from um a holistic vet um and when he got there there's a whole lot of vets there okay this particular oh he just got
0: the wrong one
1: he got the wrong one um dr anastasia Carbon is her name and so she uh didn't she's she's not raw friendly let's just say that she is not fra- raw friendly she didn't like the fact that um he was using a titer instead of you know getting another freaking rabies shot and um and she, this is what's funny. Um, she didn't want her name attached to anything saying he's healthy. And I'm like, but you want your name attached to the toxins that you're prescribing. I, it's weird. Well,
0: but that's acceptable, though.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. And we rant about this all the time, but he was really, really upset. He was really yeah, upset. I imagine. He and really likes doing the doing
0: that therapy stuff with him.
1: Well, he's going to get it done because. Oh, I'm sure he'll find a way. But. Well, he's one of Doctor Jasic's patients, so she, you know, whatever. Yeah, will she'll she'll, 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 you know, they can zoom and figure it out. I mean, th- got everything that he needs. Um, yeah. it's it's just a bias, and the, and the bias. Why are you denied? So he's going to file a complaint because, um, she, he was denied medical services yeah. because of a personal bias against what he feeds his dogs. But that's why I say. Neely, and I know your stance, you're like, don't take your dog to the vet. He has to do part of this to keep his dog doing the therapy work out, the, the, out at the airport. But do you, do you need to tell him that you're a raw fed dog? I just wouldn't tell him. Yeah, I never do. It's not ne- any well. it, it, any different during the whole COVID BS, you know, where the people were denied care because they weren't vaccinated. Come on. but,
0: but Actually, though, most vets don't, don't even asked on the rare occasion that I've been well the Dr. Jacek was the last that I saw but um and that's been I don't know how many years ago um yeah I I I remember one time I I uh this was a long time ago I did say that and she started to say something I said I don't want to hear it I don't I, I'm I
1: want to hear it. You know, I I would say the same thing. I'd say until the day that you stop recommending um kibble, prescription diets, planetick and heartworm uh, will be the day I might listen to what you have to say. Yeah.
0: Oh, and now that, now that I think about it, a long time ago I adopted a dog and part of the requirements where you had to go within a certain amount of time for a a wellness check with and you had a limited list of places you could go so i went to the most holistic one that i could find and to their credit they didn't push it they were like okay that's fine and they probably felt gone. your
1: energy they were like this woman would like coming here with a you know hatchet or something <laughs> yeah right but but here's the thing. I mean, Neely, is any dog or any human parasite free?
0: Oh gosh, no. And it shouldn't be. I mean, it's just like the whole bacteria thing. It's like, thank God we have bacteria and parasites and all those things. Most of the, I mean, you don't want to um overburden load of them, but you know. They're there for a reason, and they're not. It's I mean, mostly a symbiotic kind of thing. I mean, uh, parasites eat heavy metals. They they help detox things. They help. I mean, our body is more bugs and parasites than it is human. So, okay, help. but I'm not eating bugs. Thanks very much.
1: You will, and you will be happy. Okay. <laughs> um. All right, so here's a question if well, I guess I need to ask you if you actually adhere to this statement that a lot of cancers are caused from an overload of parasites.
0: I think it's possible um, like what dr uh, Dr. Merritt talks about about um not really being metastasis, but just like. Egg sucks moving along, um. But again, if you if you put that in the context of how Dr. Cowan talks about it being basically uh, encapsulated garbage cans, right? And if the yep. parasites eat your garbage, then yeah, absolutely, you're going to have parasites in there because they're trying to clean up the freaking mess. So again, which came first, the chicken or the egg? it's you know all the all that all that fits fits in with that and i've said this before i've been kind of yelled at about it but i don't I, i i don't acknowledge cancer i just won't yeah i just won't acknowledge
1: it i get it i get it um but how 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 do we square this whole um parasites that need to be gotten rid of and parasites that don't
0: Well, if you, it it boils down to the same as it always does. If you minimize toxins to the best of your ability and eat real appropriate food, yourself and your dog, eat real appropriate food for your species, the body is going to handle any overabundance of any of that. Nothing's going to get out of
1: control. It just doesn't happen. All right. Next scenario. Puppies. Puppies puppies that have worms. Sloppy poops. And worms. What would you do?
0: Take them off of all the nasty, quote unquote, preventative crap and feed them real food. I've never wormed any of my puppies and you know how many of them I've had.
1: Right, right, right.
0: I have on occasion done, um, given them like ground pumpkin seed, all of them, give them ground pumpkin seed in their food, but that's so sporadic that it doesn't, you know, if you're going to do that, you have to do it pretty consistently, but, um, I, yeah,
1: I, I, I don't, I've not wormed any of them. A lot of people like diatomaceous earth and in your thoughts on that? Um
0: I think it's probably good for environmental kind of things. It, the problem is it is the little diatoms are the way it works is it it is really sharp and it punctures the um organs or the body cavity or whatever of the parasites Mm -hmm. but it can also be dangerous i've heard um to the uh respiratory tract if it you know or the eyes if if it gets if it if they breathe it in or something like that um supposedly it can be dangerous that way but um i don't know i've used that too but I use it more in the driveway for ants than anything gotcha i just don't I just don't worry about that stuff
1: yeah no, I get it there's there's a there's a lot of worry there's a lot and, of-
0: it, it, and it, you know I've only ever had one dog that came from a full on naturally rearing breeder. All the rest of them come from normal regular breeders that do everything that. Everybody else does. So they come to me in the same shape that anybody else's puppy would come. I just, you know, and and people worry about, well, how do you how do you transition a puppy? I'm like, I'm sorry, but I cannot bring myself. To give a baby puppy something toxic. I can't do it. Yeah, can not do it. So Kibble goes out the door.
1: In the trash. Yeah. Again. Well, it.
0: you were with me when we picked up Riva. He didn't even bother giving me any, remember? He's like, oh, and you don't want this. <laughs>
1: remember? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I do. I love him. He's awesome. Hey, um, so here is uh another question. Um, bully sticks. All right. So I wanna I wanna ask you about bully sticks. So our bully sticks are uh cow penises. I mean, that's what they mm-hmm. are, right? They're, yeah, they're they're just pure cow penises. Now, the ones that we have right now, they're big. <laughs> I are mean, they? They're, yeah, they're big. I mean, they're not the skinny ones. They're 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 fatties, and they're a little curvy and stuff like that. So, I don't know which breed of cow has these giant penises, mm-hmm. but whatever. So, I have a new customer that uh got these, and they were um a- afraid that their thirty three pound labradoodle uh w- that these would not be appropriate for a thirty three pound labradoodle and i i I don't know why that would be I'm like, look, they're bigger, they're fatter, they can hold them with their paws." You mean
0: she, what was she afraid of? What's inappropriate?
1: Uh, the size, I guess. So I, I too was small, too big, what? too big, too big. So she said, uh, I didn't realize they were so huge. <laughs> and, uh, are there, are there more appropriate ones for, uh, his size or can I cut these? No, that would, I mean, if you can cut a a bully stick, uh, you probably these gonna have to get saw. a chainsaw. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm not a fan of that guys. I like the longer, beefier things for puppies to chew on i don't I don't like them to chew on little bitty skinny small things,
0: yeah, I don't see why there would
1: I don't understand that I mean, the bigger the better, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, I mean you- it's
0: it's for chewing, it's not necessarily for eating, I mean, yeah, they're gonna ingest it, but it's not and um, take this the way I mean it, and maybe not necessarily how it sounds it It's not a food, I mean, it is a food, but it's it's a chew stick that will end up being ingested, It's totally safe to be ingested, and the ones you have are totally clean. So, I mean, I'd be more worried about, I kind of like the the um toys that you can stick them in so that you don't end up with that little tiny end and then they swallow that,
1: you know? Yeah, Yeah. so, so y- they can, you can let them yeah. chew it down and then put it in that toy, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know why it would be inappropriate for any dog. I mean, even a great big one for a tiny dog, they're just going to chew on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's so that's what I don't what know. I, I don't. I'm I don't a get big. It. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the bigger, the bigger, it better. Um. All right. So that's one question. Um. The next question is um. On the um. Flea and and tick. Okay. So a lot of people again wondering about flea and tick it's we just don't see that it's ever going to be a good idea and Neely, you know we have the flea flicker you know Mm -hmm. the the essential oil you do have to apply that uh spray it on every you know time you go out if you have a big issue with that but i want to ask you about ticks okay because i know you have a big comment about ticks okay this (laughs) is <laughs> this is going to be on uh Lyme disease, and this is coming from uh Kelly and uh they said in twenty twenty two they stopped giving their dog flea and tick medications and they went with the all natural remedies um so they've been on the raw diet for a little over a year um uh, but they found two ticks on their dog last fall. And she said, we did not get them off in a timely manner. So she thinks that they were on the dog for about 48 hours. She says, other than that, we always check him over and remove any before they have a chance to attach. So she says last month, and this just came in yesterday. So she said last month he was due for his annual physical. And we told the vet that we were done vaccinating him. And due to that, he no longer gets to attend daycare. Um, uh, well, good for you. And she says mm-hmm. during this physical, uh, they had the vet run blood work, urine, fecal analysis, and all and he came labs,
0: back positive
1: for Lyme. I bet. So I'm not done yet. All Sorry. labs came back negative or normal, except for Lyme disease test. Are you psychic, Neely? Are you psychic? I am psychic. Uh
0: pretty much every dog on the planet is positive for Lyme if you test them.
1: Right. Okay. So she said the vet said he tested positive and that they would need to bring him back for another test to determine if he has an active infection. The only tick bite that we know of would have been from last October. And we've noticed that he's a little stiff getting up at times and he has been kind of mopey. So now you're looking for Lyme (laughs) symptoms now, right? But they said we chalked that up to not getting to go to daycare anymore. And last Friday we took him on a long walk and he was fine. Saturday morning he woke up and he was limping on his front leg. I'm not sure if it was from the walk or if he's showing signs of Lyme.
0: <laughs> Lyme would have never entered your consciousness if you hadn't if you hadn't gone to the vet. <laughs> Right. This is what I mean. Nothing good ever comes from going to the vet. So um, get some jump for joints. And Hang
1: on, wait, 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 wait. Call it Be- good. Before you go there, I'm going to tell you what she did because this, 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 uh, Kelly listens to our podcast and she, I think she's doing some great stuff. Guess what she said? I started him on jump for joints over the weekend. Oh. Awesome, <laughs> and I also gave him some CBD oil for arthritis and um, to help alleviate any discomfort over the weekend. Um, he seems a little bit better, but has some stiffness getting up and a slight limp. I know it will take some time for these meds to fully kick in. I also ordered—you're going to love this—Boreon um uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, that was the next thing I was going to okay.
1: say. She's on it. I uh, ordered Boreon leadum. I don't know this word, polystyrene. Pulstry? Pol pol yeah. The, you know, pol-
0: um I have to see it have it in front of me. It's Latin. Have it in okay. front of me to pronounce it, but it's Doesn't matter. all of all of them have are our, our uh names are two
1: have two names. It's kinda like a Okay. So anyway, she's yeah. she said she's getting mixed instructions online on how to administer it. Some say to give one pellet with food three times a day for three days. No. Other sites. No say, to dissolve two to three pellets in water and then feed that to them three times a day for three days? No. No. Okay, what is it? So just
0: crank out a couple of pellets in the the lid, pop them in his mouth twice a day for like two weeks and call it good. Away from food. Don't give with food and don't touch them. Okay. That's okay. not really the line <laughs> protocol, but, um, the line protocol is incredibly, um, complicated and unnecessary.
1: Okay. So let me, let me finish this. Um, she did talk to you. Um, uh, well, she said that she found a podcast from last December where you spoke about it a bit, but she wants any in Additional information, but here's what she said: uh, Kelly is looking for any advice on Lyme's disease and what your thoughts on using an antibiotic for treatment is, or if you Absolutely recommend not. right if you recommend a natural remedy. She said she's on the fence uh, on taking him back to the vet if his antibodies come back high. I know the vet will want to prescribe doxy for an entire month, and she said she doesn't want to put him on antibiotics, but. She also doesn't want to let Lyme's infection go on and cause more issues down the road. So she's at a little bit of a loss, but she wants to thank you for providing such a good resource for education. And she said, your podcast are what helped me take the leap into raw and a more holistic approach to her dog's health. Well, that's great. So she's on it. So yeah, um, she's totally, (laughs) it
0: definitely has listened to me because the first two things I would have said to do, she already did. Um, so um my view on Lyme disease is it's not a thing. Um all all um biting insects like that secrete some sort of a toxin or whatever. And ticks tend to they concentrate um glyphosate, believe it or not. And they have a when they when they bite the whole point is to suck the blood, right, so there's an anticoagulant and enzymes and other things that go through, so they're basically they're venomous, so you're getting a when a tick bites you you're getting um you're getting a toxin injected doesn't have anything to do with spirochete, doesn't have anything uh, antibiotics do do not do any good in any situation. Um, there's all kinds of um research that's been um that's on that that it, there's no difference between people that are treated with antibiotics and not treated with antibiotics, so don't do that. that just screws everything up um and it's it's just a it's just a um injected toxin it's not anything else, and lead is specific for um puncture wounds animal bites insect bites things like that so lead them is is definitely a good thing to give it's not any it's it's not anything to worry about i mean when i was a kid we all had ticks all over us all the time we lived out in the woods and you know we were pulling ticks off of each other all the time it's not it's not a thing
1: but and these are new this, ticks. These are new yeah, ticks. The,
0: yeah, whoopee. Um, it's a it's a whole fear-mongering thing again. I'm not saying that, you know, and people that have Lyme or say they have Lyme disease are so attached to that diagnosis that it becomes who they are. And I'm not trying to diminish that, yes, they definitely, there's definitely something wrong with them. I'm not saying that's in their head. But it's not what, it's, it's not a tick-borne disease. That's not a thing. It's just
1: not right. It, it may injected... be it may be a poison of some type, but right? It probably right. isn't coming but it's from not a tick. A,
0: it's not a tick-borne disease. It doesn't have anything to do with spirochetes. There's just as many um, <clears throat> positive Lyme tests with spirochetes as without. Um, it doesn't. Yeah, it's. Don't even worry about it. Do the jump for joints. Do the leadum. Now, that's not to say that. You know, letting them have ticks is good. I'm not saying that you definitely want to pull them off, but um, and this whole uh, everybody freaks out about having oh my God, the head's embedded. It's super easy. You grab them by the abdomen, squeeze them until all their little legs stick out to the side, and then just pull straight out they come
1: right out. <clears throat> it's none of this um,
0: you, difficult- don't light,
1: you don't like their little sphincter on fire. A lot of people like stick a my
0: my dad had to burn one off of me one time. It got it got like embedded super far down, and we couldn't grab a hold of it. So yeah, he like, and it was in a kind of a private place, but had to burn it off. He had to burn it off.
1: (laughs) So I've been
0: through that before too, but it was in such a soft spot. It got like way down in there before I found it
1: oh good lord ouch
0: yeah so i mean i've been through i've been through all that it's not in i mean think about the the oh they have to be attached for a certain amount of time for that's how think about that logically how stupid is that right i mean if they are attached whatever is going whatever they're shooting in goes in the the second that they're attached the, yeah. this you know ten hours twenty four hours forty eight hours that that's just nonsense, so, so I
1: wouldn't worry about it, okay, but you can say I wouldn't worry about it um okay, and um that these antibodies are gonna come up, and then our pet parents are gonna be like well i'm I'm worried well, that
0: that's like I said, it's
1: pretty much any dog on the
0: planet is gonna test positive for Lyme if you test them for it.
1: Right. Are they using a PCR test? I'm just kidding.
0: Right? I, I think they do.
1: Um here's the other thing, guys. Um, and I don't know and
0: antibodies are not specific. So this whole antibody thing, there's like five antibodies. Tell me how that's specific for every single bacteria and and so called virus
1: that is roaming around. Uh uh-uh, uh. They're there's, not. There's five antibodies? Yeah just five yeah and well, those five determine everything
0: oh, <laughs> they're not specific is what i'm trying to say there's iga I- igg ig igm i forget what they all are but that's all there are they're not specific and they don't do at all what we think they do so that whole the antibody test for anything is
1: kind of nonsense too so anybody that has a dog that's limping or is stiff might think if they bought into the traditional narrative or the fear mongering that their dog <laughs> at one time had a tick on him, Right. So when it find me be, a
0: dog that has never had a tick
1: on them. Right. So, but, but there are so many things that can cause limping. And you know what? The number one thing I see is that dog's toenails are way too long.
0: Oh, that is like one of my biggest pet peeves. I am so anal about toenails. It's not even funny.
1: Rick is too. If you hear a click on our wood floor, he's like, that's too long. But pet parents yeah. are very afraid that they're going to hurt their dogs when they cut their toenails. It's, you know, they're they're afraid of that. And I understand that. They don't want to make them bleed. They don't want their dogs. Well, don't
0: use a- the don't use the snippers. Use the Dremel. That's what and, we
1: use.
0: And um look at the well, if they're white, that's easy, you can see it. But if they're not, oddly enough, if you I don't know why this is, but if you use a Dremel, it always seems to stop right before you get to the so the quick. But if you look underneath the um on the underside of the nail, it kind of from the pad as it grows longer the nail part kind of grows together and it's like right past that point where the two sides meet and it becomes solid. And that's also, you can tell by the curve where the curve starts too. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you, if your dog has even just one white toenail, the rest of them are going to be this, basically the same so just use that one as a guide and if you use the dremel when you start getting too close they're going to yank their foot away anyway and also you you don't um it's not nearly as painful it tickles a lot of a lot of them have to get used to it because it tickles and it's noisy but it doesn't
1: um Make sure it, it, doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't burn them, right? Doesn't does it burn? Yeah,
0: and you can get a whole lot closer, and you may do it not and not bleed in the walk on concrete, and it'll bleed a little bit, but it's because you get you can you end up getting so much closer, but it's not nearly as painful. It doesn't it doesn't um um crimp the nail itself, so it's not painful. It's just like filing your nails, and if you were to file your your fingernail a little bit too short. Mm-hmm it doesn't hurt anywhere near as much as if you like cut the tip of your finger off. You know, that's kind
1: of the comparison. Yeah. Really. So that's one. And that's a big thing, guys. It really does. I mean, I've seen it dogs, makes a
0: huge difference,
1: huge, difference. huge difference. So that's one, <laughs> two are dogs that are jumping out of the car, right. Or jumping, off. Any, of, yeah. Jumping
0: down from anything or running up and down stairs or anything like that.
1: And they could be off balance. Just like, okay, so we get out of whack. So I would encourage you to try to get to a, a chiropractor to get your dogs adjusted. Could be that yep. as well. Before we jump into the, my dog has line Okay. Um, or
0: or walking on uneven terrain, you know, a, a rocky or gravel or something that shifts or gives or something like that, you know, or, or hills or anything like that can. Yeah.
1: And you know what Definitely. else? They they can get stuff, a little rock or a pebble in between their pads. So I would say always look in between their pads as well. So Asta has such big feet that she will step on, you know, those little bitty pine cones. They're they're not pine cones. They're, I don't know. They're like almost look like a pineapple, but they're they're small. She will literally get those up in between her pads and I have to pull it out. But Take um, them out, yeah. Yeah. So I would check that. I would make sure that the dog's not, you know, doing a lot of jumping. We we uh built this um retaining wall and I have a lot of flowers planted there because I'm trying to deter. Lazy from jumping up and down it, but she literally and it just I cringe every single time, and I'm trying to train her to stop doing that. Right? Well, the corgis
0: take flying leaps off of the bed or off of the couch, and I just like it makes me pucker all over every time they do it. I'm like, oh my god, don't do that. They have right? scans and everything, but they the the puppy will use them, but the rest of them they'll go they'll get on using the stairs but when they get down they jump down
1: yeah like and and asta did hurt that front um wrist years ago and i do think that later in life it causes them to to um to have issues right yeah i'm Um, sure now okay so i just want to finish this up before i let you go in regards to the antibodies, because this is where it's going to get people. This is where it's going to get people. A Antibodies don't mean anything. No, they really don't. How do you know? They're not, they're
0: not specific.
1: How do we help parents say that wasn't just Neely's opinion. This is the reason that they really don't mean anything.
0: Go watch. Doctor Cowan did an interview with. Um, it an Italian guy. Um, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Scoglio.
1: Scoglio. And
0: he's done a lot of research on antibodies, and he'd be the place to start. Um, I could take you other places, but
1: don't overwhelm um, us. Don't over. We'll go to Scoglio first.
0: Yeah, find find that interview with Dr. Cowan and and Scoglio, and um, watch that, and then decide where you want to go from from there. But there's plenty of there's plenty of evidence for it. I mean, and and I've always wondered that too. It's like, how can there possibly be that many? Again, it's one of those things. It's like. Uh, It doesn't make a lot of sense, but okay, whatever. You know, (laughs) it's like I was saying last week. It's like, "Mm, mm, okay, but it was never anything, you know, a lot of that stuff, if it doesn't directly affect you right in the moment, you're like, I'll worry about it later. Or, you know, but yeah, antibodies are not
1: what they tell you they are. And does Cowan mostly post on Rumble? is that where he's most- mostly
0: he i think he bit shoot is the main place to go but he does have a rumble channel and i think i think his team keeps everything pretty much up to date but the bit shoot is where he you actually reads all the comments on bit shoot. he doesn't he won't answer them, but he reads them all at least mm-hmm. he says he does mm-hmm. um So I think it goes up there first. Um, I looked on Rumble not too long ago, and I think most everything is there too.
1: Um, Okay, Okay, so his name is Stefano Scoglio.
0: Stefano Scoglio, yeah, that's it.
1: S-C-O-G-L-I-O. So Conversations with Dr. Cowan and Friends. It's episode 58. Stefano, I think this would be the one uh unless he's had several well he does have several there's one on the mrna there's uh let's see what this one is um was it the same one where they talk about the mrna vaccine Niels? maybe maybe
0: i don't know i i just remember scoglio's the antibody guy okay and he's talked to him a couple times and he was on scoglio was on um A couple of sessions of the end of of COVID, too, but that's long past. You'd have to, like, buy access to it now to see that one. But, um, yeah, you you have to be ready to listen, though, because he is – Italian is his first language, so he has a thick accent. I mean, you can understand him, but you have to listen. You have to, like, really be engaged in listening, but –
1: Yeah, this was, this was, uh, so in this episode that I'm looking at right now, it says, um, Dr. Cowan says, I hope to give you one less thing to worry about. And that is the spike protein where he talks with Stefano Scoglio who has done extensive research into the question of can MRNA injections, which people are worried about in their food source result in the production of spike proteins in your body. And yeah, uh, so
0: that's probably it. Cause that would have to do with antibodies.
1: Right. So he says, uh, and the answer is a resounding no. And he said, no. although these injections are far from safe, far from it you'll hear exactly how and why they cause damage and the explanation is well documented logical and based in science so uh tune in that's what dr cowan says about that so that would be that would be a good um episode yeah that's I, need a to, good episode. I need to start referring people over to hear some of these episodes from dr cowan although it might blow their minds but um I think it's a well, way at least they'd
0: understand more where I'm coming from.
1: Well, and just to help put um, some of these fears, because the world is so uh, they, they they've known forever that fear mongering works. It sells. Um, you know, we I, I don't think that we use fear mongering when we are trying to tell people about um, diet. I think we're just stating the facts. Either you're going to feed something that's clean that it, that they were born to eat, or you're going to feed something that is basically going to chem- feed something that's going to kill them, a chemical soup. <laughs> well, it's all chemicals. And um,
0: I was trying to be a fear monger there.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just saying, um, yeah, I don't know. you know, as I said at the first of the, the hour, it's like, why do people argue with raw feeders who have healthy dogs and they have dogs that have seizures, gut problems, allergy problems, or diabetes or cancer, I I know right. What, what I um, it's like, well, I don't want to do what you're doing because I don't want a dog that's in that kind of shape. Why would I do that? You know, but that's that is the the traditional vet's narrative where you know, uh, one of my neighbors, they're not going to feed raw anymore because the vet said that they knew of a dog that went septic that uh, ate raw. And I, I, I don't, e- I mean, it's like, how, did you ask your vet, take me through, take me through the steps of how that happens, just in a hypothetical situation, even if they didn't have any documentation, but how does that happen, that a dog goes septic eating a raw diet? They don't. That's made up BS. hmm I know. I know. But the problem is is that people don't know how to ask that question of their vet well
0: if if a vet tells you that they're they'll make something up i mean yeah but you don't let them make it up
1: you make well them how give do you you the know? documentation. how do you know
0: if they're making it up or not i mean you have to know that what they're
1: what they're telling you is not true well i would say well can you show me the I mean, I know you can't show me the medical records, but walk me through how you came to that conclusion. Right? H- how did yeah. the, how did a dog go septic? And if they stumble and mumble and, and whatever they tell you, you can go and research. <laughs> At least that's what yeah, I would that's do. True. That's true. I wouldn't just let them say it and then go, oh, my gosh. That'd be like, you know. Take it back three years ago. Right. When the FDA said, oh you can't treat you can't treat these covid symptoms with hydroxychloroquine or or ivermectin really because people did and they had success oh yeah the, the vaccine probably would have
0: had plenty of success
1: if they hadn't done anything too but that's and, neither here nor there you know and people oh these are perfectly safe and 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 now they've got muscle twitching or sudden cancers i mean come on you can't just take what somebody says at face value anymore even yeah. us. Even us. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Go go look it up. Anything I say, you don't you don't believe. Go look it up.
1: Well, it's not even belief. I hate that word believe because belief is just sort of like, oh, I just decided I'm gonna believe it. It doesn't have to be based in any facts. It doesn't have to be yeah. based in Crow any says,
0: experience. Crow's tagline is belief is the enemy of knowing.
1: Yeah. Who is that? Crow
0: triple seven. Who's that? One of the podcasts I listen to on Truth or Podcast.
1: Oh, I got you. Yeah, but I mean, it's so true. I mean, what is a belief? It's just something that we decided that was true. It doesn't mean it is. It, we just decided that it is. So, um, yeah. All right. So anyway, we're going to uh, let uh, you go, Miss Neals. And uh, I so appreciate you being on the podcast. Um, we are going to be doing webinars with Neely as well. Uh, so we got a lot of learning that's coming up. We've got our cancer series uh, that is uh, part two is on September. Uh, I'm sorry, August 31st at 6 PM. That's part two with Dr. Jasek. Then the part three will be the following Thursday. And then we're going to be following that with um, some homeopathic stuff uh, from Niels and uh, some other great information. So you guys make sure that, uh, you stay in touch with us, you listen to the podcast, come over in the chat. Uh, one thing I don't have is how to sign up on a, I need to do this, how to sign up on uh, for a newsletter, but I don't have a newsletter. So that's the problem.
0: <laughs> that would mean you'd have to write one.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. I don't necessarily have time. I don't for think
0: a, you have time to do that.
1: Right. But I'm going to have to figure out a way, but you can always come over to the chat, leave us your email and say, Hey, when you have more of these, let us know. And we'll, We'll put it out there, but you guys can work directly with Neely. All you have to do is go to her website or my site. My site has the form that she's going to be asking you the question anyway. That's in the learning center, but Neely's website to learn more about her is whole w h o l e wholeanimalwellness dot com dot com. And um, Neely has so many certifications. Um, you can ask her anything. If she doesn't know, she will research it for you, but, um, yeah, we love, we love helping you guys and we want you to have a good experience with your pet and, uh, keep them here with you as long as possible. That's what it's all about. That's right. Cause they are gone too soon for sure. That's right. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. We're listening to the Raw Dog Food Truth, please subscribe, send your friends over, especially anyone who's having difficulty with their pets. Maybe we can help them. Uh, just go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Neely? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. That is false sure. show. We'll see you guys soon. Bye, everybody. Oh, snap, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble, and where your pet's health is our business. Just land Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.